everyone, this is Rico, and you're listening to another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi. Got a special cast for you coming up here in a few seconds. It is an interview show with two people from the hit web series, Red Shirt Diaries, which is wonderful, amazing, just terrific show that you need to check out if you haven't uh, found it on YouTube yet, Red Shirt Diaries. It's basically a Trek fan a web series, but uh, a little different, uh, very uh, comedic and, and just uh, really fun to watch. I, I highly recommend it. And uh, two of the people who worked on it, uh, the two main people really, uh, Ashley Victoria Robinson and Jason Inman, uh, sat down on Skype with me earlier this past week and uh, did an interview. We talked about their first season of episodes and their plans for season two. They've got an Indiegogo campaign going on currently to raise funds for the second season. And it was really just a fun, fun chat with them. So uh, I'm not going to talk too much here. Today is, let's see, it is November the 16th, 2014. And this is going to be podcast 513 for Treks and Sci-Fi. So without any further ado, here are the folks from the Red Shirt Diaries on Treks and Sci-Fi. Hi, I'm Ensign Williams, a security officer aboard the Starship Enterprise. And these are my logs. I am Baylor. Is this what you humans call sitting? I'm Captain Kirk! All right, hello folks, this is Rico from Treks and Sci-Fi again, and and we've got some special people on Skype for you to, uh, you know, listen to today. We have Jason Inman and Ashley Victoria Robinson from the Red Shirt Diaries, Yay! the hit web series. Thank you so much for both of you joining me today and, and talking about your great uh, great show and your plans for the future. Thanks for having us. We're really excited to be here. You're welcome, humans that listen to this audio file. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to get into, briefly at least, we, you know, about the, the, the voiceovers and who did what and, and a little bit of that. And Jason did all of it is did he, the did he assumption do, to make. <laughs> did he do everybody? Did he do Kirk? Did he do all the... Yes. Wow. Was, I'm impressed. Was Kirk. You were Dr. Adams. You were Harry Kirk, Dr. Mudd. Adams, you were Harry Gertrude. Mudd, Gertrude. How about, about Baylock? Baylock. I was Baylock. Yeah, you were Baylock. Oh, that's awesome. Is that it? Uh, I mean, it, uh, whoever you were in the Naked Time, you were that person in the Naked Time. How about, sure. how about uh, Sulu? How about Sulu for the Naked Time? That actually Time? was not me. Sulu uh, <laughs> oh my. was an actor named Matthew Letty, who graciously appeared just to dance around in the Naked Time. Now, now did he do the voice and the sword, you know, n- you know naked is, chest thing? Okay. That, that, is all, that is all live. That is all, that is all, all un, un, unaltered. Although we had, we did have a comment that he should be more oiled up, so we've learned for next season. <laughs> more Oil sweat, Sulu, uh, more fake sweat, please, on Sulu's chest. Okay, <laughs> good, good. Yeah, no, those, all that, all that stuff is. Uh, well, just to let you know, you know, I've uh, I've podcasted about Star Trek and other sci-fi topics for quite a while. I'm a big fan, obviously, of Trek. I grew up on watching reruns of the original series, so it's. Uh, near and dear to my heart and so for somebody like me to watch what you guys did uh, i i i really enjoyed it it was very uh 
entertaining. That's the, and that's the biggest compliment we that I think we can get because yeah, absolutely. Uh, we were really worried that the 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 original series fans, like the people that like you, like grew up with it, you yeah. know that. Like before next gen, we'd, like we'd say before... things like, "Oh, that's not the right communicator." Yeah, oh, and we thought that that people <laughs> would think that we were sort of being mean spirited. Like our our Kirk is very um, he's very silly. He's very silly. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a clown, and we were worried that people would take that negatively and think that we were poking fun as opposed to just trying to celebrate something that is very near and dear to our hearts. So thank you so much. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I, at least for myself and, you know, you can only eventually speak for yourself. I think that's, that's, uh, you know, always important, but I, I think it's been, you know, it's been poked at a lot and made fun of a lot. And I think if you can't kind of take it that way, you know, I, I, I've always said, you know, I, I love the show, love the original, love all the other ones too, and the movies and everything. But you have to sort of enjoy for what it is. And I think also from your perspective, you have to go for it and kind of do what you want to do. If you start to think, and oh, that guy didn't like this, and Gertrude didn't look right, and the food cubes weren't hey, right. Gertrude looks amazing. I love Gertrude. <laughs> oh, I wish Gertrude had been like in every episode. I, I, I love Gertrude. So, uh, but, but, you know, you just have to kind of enjoy it for what it is, is at least the way I take it. There's always going to be people who are like, eh, you know, I call them sour grapes somewhat, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that no, I think you hit it you hit it right. At least for me, they they were short to the point, you know, sweet and and just you know you got a lot of nice little inside stuff there. And, and obviously, you know, for everyone listening that doesn't maybe know about it, if you've seen any of these episodes, I mean, what was it? What did you say? Five hundred bucks for the whole thing, right? Yeah, between uh, Jason and I collectively, it came out to about five hundred dollars for ten episodes. That was shot in a living room. In two days. <laughs> with a set that we built with our bare hands and most of the props that we also built with our bare hands. So Yeah, so that that's that's great. I mean the and and I think it kind of, you know, is sort of fun that way too. You know, I loved all the little like, you know, you had Gary Mitchell's picture stuck there in the background after you were like Gary's dead, you know. <laughs> He's still on my living room wall. He'll never. Fifty-year-old spoiler alert, by the way, you know. So right, right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it was. It's uh, it's it's a lot of fun, and I'm sure that you've heard from others, and and I hope people are taking it, in, you know, in the light. Now, the obvious first question is: so what started this, and and whose idea, and who got dragged into it, and who didn't, and and and, <laughs> and give me like the the couple minute synopsis of your your kind of impetus and background. Okay, um, it was my idea originally. Um, I had an idea to do this probably two years ago, but I had no idea how to execute it. Like YouTube still for me is a very nebulous thing that I don't quite understand. And originally I had it planned to be more like a review vlog style show, and then I never did anything with it. And then I met Jason, and December of last year I was like, yeah, I've always had this idea to do a... Star Trek show in like an ensign's room and call it the Red Shirt Diaries. And he was like, yeah, we could totally do that. It would be really easy. And so he got roped into doing um, everything and playing every character and lighting the set and being the captain. And shooting it and editing it. And yeah. <laughs> and producing it and mm -hmm. sound designing it. And what yeah. else do you do? Everything. Everything. <laughs> designing the, the Indiegogo campaign. Take out the space garbage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Empty the airlocks. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, 
so the name I have to ask about the name I think the name is great and Thanks. and you know there there are some people out there that probably know I know you know uh, the whole connection to that you know well um now I was gonna say web series sorry the uh cable series red shoe diaries right oh, there's a definite connection yeah yeah that was that wasn't an accident <laughs> yeah but i mean the obvious that you know with red shirts uh you know the whole classic trek red shirt thing so so how did that come to you you said you you came up with the name ashley is it uh now is that was that something it just always stuck with you from you know your times of watching the Red Shoe Diaries or? Uh, well, I've never watched the Red Shoe Diaries, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. But I always remember David Duchovny was great in it. Oh, David, David, David oh, no, yeah. she's yes. in Diaries of a Call Girl. Uh, one of them, sure. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I always remembered the name, and I thought the name was very—I guess the name's very catchy. And when I was first thinking about doing this or like thinking about this idea. It popped into my head, and then I was like, "Cool! If I ever do it, that's what I'm going to call it." Oh, that's, but now, yeah. uh, it now works. if we ever make it to T- uh, TNG, we're going to change it to Memoirs of a Gold Shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, since yeah, they they had to go and mess up the colors and everything on that. Right. So. They're yep. ruining my SEO. Yeah. Well, you know, there's nothing, nothing. You know, uh, I think to me at least, and of course, you know, growing up with the original reruns and all, but there's nothing cooler than the original uniforms and the original colors and all that. And the, um, I know that you have plans. We'll get into, I guess, in a few minutes, talking about what you have coming for the next season. But so. You were you always thinking of just going through them like episode by episode the way you did it, or how was that kind of always your plan, or did you throw around other ideas of like just kind of doing your own adventure, or what? Was, I know you mentioned you were thinking of just doing sort of a a blog or a vlog of of the episodes themselves, but did that bounce around in any fashion? Not really. It was like I said, it was really going to be like this vlog series where it was just going to be Ashley because she'd never watched them in order just kind of vlogging about the original series. And then we just kind of came up with this idea of, well, why don't we actually like see somebody go through the original series episode by episode and see it from that perspective. And then, yeah, then that's when I determined like, you know, this wouldn't be that difficult to shoot. Like it's one camera angle. Like the camera angle never changes. Right. Uh, Right. Yeah. We did. We did. There was a little discussion about like, do we go and broadcast order do we go in netflix order which turns out to be the same thing but there, there was because because the first few episodes of tos didn't come out in the same order that they were shot mm-hmm. um i know the network messed with that a little bit so that was probably the most discussion we ever had about it yeah they mess around the with it a little go. bit throughout the the show but it's yeah it's pretty minimal and it really kind of at the end of the day probably doesn't matter that much i mean uh, you know but to some people it might be but uh again that's uh that's one of those things the it's it's really interesting i've always thought i don't know if you know the episode of the next generation lower decks does that ring any bells yes, yes. <laughs> so I don't, i'm sure that was maybe that was possibly an influence but you know there's always you know every tv show of course whether it's sci-fi or something else is oh you know you got the most important detectives or you got the captain of the ship or you you know it's always about the big shots right yeah they, you know they never show there's never a show about yeah here's a guy who works down in you know the like the copy room or whatever or you yeah, know there's the, no there's no downton abbey for star trek right exactly but but you know the the idea of having these very classic stories and episodes you know told and, and shown from a different point of view to a degree 
and I, and I I really enjoy how you know Captain Kirk's always popping in. Ensign, your door was unlocked. <laughs> you know, that was. Like, Maybe the second or third joke that we ever wrote for the series, we're like, Kirk has to show up all the time and just bust into her quarters. Yeah. Yes. He can like, obviously unlock every door on that ship. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think you say that you have that line like, yeah, you, 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 you're the captain. You can get into any room or you have the key code to get into any room. So, yeah. Well, it was the 60s, too. So one of the funny things that I found about watching the original episodes before we were writing our episodes was that um, the acting is way better than everyone thinks it was. Um, yes. The the really cartoonish stuff I don't I don't think comes to like later on in the movies. Um, and third season, most of the episodes um have a I would say an undercurrent of like sex and sexuality in them because it is the 1960s and there was that whole like revolution going on. So that was that was kind of Kirk was kind of our way to give a nod to that in the Red Shirt Diaries. Yeah, there's an edge there. There, you know, there. I, I've always said every, you know, and and it's nothing new or surprising. And everybody says this who follows entertainment, movies, television, whatever, music, and so forth. It's it's always has to be a reflection of the times. I right. mean, you, you can't, you know, every uh, you know incarnate incarnation of Trek has been like that. And yeah, this is there's somebody that I know that's actually uh, that does another. Um, podcast called the anomaly podcast where it's mostly uh it's just basically uh from the they call it uh fandom you know of these kinds of topics from a, a female point of view it's it's mostly Yay. yeah <laughs> and it's great i love the, the they're good friends of mine and, and actually they kind of started their podcast after i did is sort of a uh, they were inspired a little bit that way. But the point being is one of them is actually going through and watching for the very very first time the original star trek episodes and and you know I think in in some ways she you know she's enjoying them but I think sometimes that they kind of shock her to a degree of like I can't believe you know Kirk's with this alien woman and it's like you know all the, certain things that happen or the miniskirts or the whatever and and I, I said yeah, it is the 1960s all of the latent misogyny yeah, yeah. And, but but at the root of it though you know especially in the first second season you know the stories and and I think the you know the ideas that were put forth I mean there's some pretty classic stuff there that uh, you know there there's always something a little nougat or at the little center of each episode that I, I think is undeniable, at least to me, at least, you know, so is there I think that's what's given it staying power as well? Like people wouldn't watch it if it didn't resonate on any level. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, totally the stories. I think so. And I think those stories, you know, there's, there are a lot of things from those episodes that, that pop up in other things. And I don't mean just in what you're doing, but little, little bits of them, you know, the idea of, of of power corrupting people just just all kinds of very classic themes and you know there's always that thing that you've heard that how many you know there's only like seven real original stories out there yeah seven <laughs> so, archetypes yeah so it's it's that but uh i wanted to make sure that i asked both of you i always like to ask this of people that if they're if it's some kind of a star trek interview related to like somebody who's a book author or you or both of you what was each of your first kind of introduction or when did you first know about star trek i, I always like to say was it was it an, a movie an episode where where did you first get introduced to first no oh, i mean that's like i feel like i've always known about star trek the way i've always known about like batman superman and wonder woman okay because for me they were such a part of the zeitgeist like i can't remember the first time being told like this is star trek and <laughs> um 
today, you know, the, today, my Joel young LaFleur daughter. Joel you know. probably the first character I remember. Yeah. Because of the, like, I remember sort of knowing his name because of his visor. Like, it was so iconic. But I didn't start watching it till. Um, I was about 12 years old, and I would come home after school, and Spike TV, the network for men, would run the original series, TNG, DS9, and Voyager all in a row. Oh, yeah. They were playing everything. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was great. So I was like, cool. I don't know anything about this. I'm going to watch all of it, and I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> Good. Okay. And, yeah, it, you're right. It is difficult to know, like, when's the first, you know— your first exposure to it, especially yeah. since it, there's like so much of it out right now. I mean, you know, you have all the series, all the movies. I mean, it's you pretty much if you flip through cable at any given time, you know, you can find it somewhere. Uh, it's it's funny. I've I've traveled quite a bit, and you know, I'll pop. I'll, I was in Europe or something one time for business, and you know, I get to the hotel, and you kind of do this when you unpack. At least I do sometimes. I'll just flip on the TV for no reason, just for noise, and I'm unpacking yep. <laughs> it. And there's, like, Star Trek Next Generation episode in German, you know. I can't speak German <laughs> at all. That's my German. But uh, but anyway, it's just weird how that happens, you know. And uh, But how about you, Jason? What was uh, what was your first, or, you know, how did you first get into well, it? Well, back no? in the late 80s, when The Next Generation was going to premiere, there was a news interview on KSN Channel 16 in Joplin, Missouri, where, I've, where I'm originally near the area. And they were interviewing people on the street about the new Star Trek that was going to come on the TV. Oh, okay. And I was like, and I was like, what is this? I don't know what this is. I was a little kid, and my parents uh, turned it on. And that Saturday night, we at six o'clock, we watched Encounter at Farpoint. And from that moment on, I was hooked. And I watched all the spinoff series uh, live to air every every week, yeah. every week, every okay. one, all the way to Enterprise. And then I went back and watched TOS and did all that stuff. And um yeah star trek's always been there it's it's that's where i first encountered it. that's where i remember it i'm actually really i think it's really awesome that i got to see it tng from episode one and move on um yeah and it's as so it aired, my yeah. parents and my mom like uh drifted away from it so like it's so funny because I, I know my mom didn't watch it like every weekend but i would and then i remember like the same rigmarole happened when all good things happened when the end of tng happened and i remember my mom watched it and and her asking me this question being like hmm why are the Klingon and Troy together? I, that doesn't make sense from the first episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, whoa, what, what? Yeah, well, that that episode with all the different, you know, time things and all that, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's always interesting, you know, when first, you know, I first, like, caught a rerun or something of the original series and then started to watch it. And and then, of course, TNG and as, as the other series came on and, and followed those and, you know, there was a lot of pressure, really, when TNG first started of just, you know, what is, how is this going to be again? You know, because even, even at that point, you know, the original series had become kind of this cult classic at that point. And, it, you know, it was shown back when syndication and reruns were everywhere. So uh, it, uh, it took a couple of years to really catch on, you know, as well and really, I think, hit its stride. At least oh, most yeah, people totally. feel that way, I think. And uh, and, but those middle, you know, seasons of TNG are great. Uh, uh, let's see what, um, anything, uh, related to, you said you shot the first season, the, the first 10 episodes where you covered, uh, the early episodes of TOS in just a couple of days. So were those, I, I'm curious about a couple of things. One, were they completely like scripted out? Did you guys ad lib a lot? 
Uh, how did that How did that go? And those must have been a couple of very long days because it seems like it's it's it would have taken much more time to do than what what you know what I mean. It looks very polished and. To me, it seems like each episode would have taken a day to do. So, uh, you got, you got this so how, um, how how much did was it all planned out, or, or what it did... was it was all scripted. We had full scripts for everyone. Um, Jason and I rehearsed everything the day we before we started shooting. So at least I knew what I was going to be doing because we did bring a lot of other people in. Um, as far like we wanted to leave room for improvising and for playing around, and Jason's a big. I come uh, from a big improv background. Oh, okay. But I would say, okay. I would say in the end product, it's probably like they're only thirty or forty percent improvised stuff. Mm. But there was a lot of changes made day of because we were like, oh, this idea is cool, but doesn't work. Let's change it just slightly and do this. It was it was more lines and actions that got changed, and the episode that got changed the most uh, from the day of shooting was uh, what little girls are made of, and that's the one where we have you meet crewman Omar and crewman Mia, right? And, yeah, because they they're they're big improv grounds uh, backgrounds too, and they had a lot of suggestions for how to change stuff and just make it funnier. So that that one changed the most from the script. Like if you got to read the original script, you'd be like, oh, this one's kind of different. But um, the rest of them were pretty close. Like episode five, the enemy within is word for word is word for word. Like we didn't change anything in that one. Okay. Well, we added Spock. Uh, yeah, at the end, yeah, that was it. it, and that was the joke with Kirk and Spock. In that, uh, Stinger was the first joke we ever wrote for the Red Shirt Diaries. Um, each episode, at the longest, they took two and a half hours to shoot one episode, and the shortest one I think we was Enemy Within. We wrapped up in forty-five minutes, um, because uh, I came in knowing all the lines, and it really helps when you've written. You know, or you've, you've written a good chunk of it. So you sort of know how your own um, pattern goes. So you sure. kind of know what word's coming next, yep. even if you haven't worked out yep. on it. Yep. Um, so that helped. Um, our second day was a lot smoother until I knocked all the lighting over uh, because we oh, knew no. what we were doing. <laughs> During the exercises in episode two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you, this- you get pretty active in a couple of the episodes there. So I, I was afraid you'd, you'd knock your back drop back down or something would happen. I did, yeah. I did smash into it at one yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we had this amazing uh, triangle light uh, rigged up and I knocked it down and we Jason had to spend a lot of time fixing it. Uh, but So most of our days were like between 8 and 10 hours, but we took like 15 or 20 minutes in between each episode um, we I also like to took lunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I, sure. I'm, I'm got to eat leader. a little, drink a little. Yeah, yeah. We didn't we didn't pay anybody to to be in this show. Like we just asked them. And I'm a sure. I've done that long because I do my own YouTube channel too alongside right. this. And I've done that for a long time. And so my thing is, if I'm going to bring somebody in and I can't pay them, then I at least need to give them food, and then I at least need to uh, make sure that they can come in and out. Like. I always do the thing of I do the Scotty thing, like you know when Scotty like you know Kirk's like, hey, the warp drive it needs to be fixed, and and Scotty's like, oh maybe five hours. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, it's like There's fifteen minutes. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, it takes fifteen minutes, so yeah. it looks like he's a miracle worker. Well, I do that to my actors, so <laughs> I kind of I'm pretty good. This is with the part comedy. where Ashley has to close her ears here. Cover yeah, well her she ears knows. Yeah. Yeah, she <laughs> knows. Like I I kind of know how long a scene will take because I've just it's just my day to day job. Yeah. Uh, 
and and I and I'm very efficient. I don't usually shoot extra stuff unless I know. Unless it's the last episode that we're shooting, so why not? Yeah, unless we have the time to do <laughs> it. Let's like, do some fun over. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and let's have some fun. Um, but yeah, I'll always tell them like, oh, it'll take you four hours, and then like I always like to try to get them out by two in two hours because then they're just like, wow, I, you this was quick. You're good. <laughs> you know what you're doing. You're smart. Yeah, you're yeah. you're a good director, and yeah. The leader of a starship requires a diverse diet made up of varying vitamins and proteins or their metabolism could stagnate. Shh! Ensign, your door was unlocked again. You're the captain. You have a key code that unlocks every door on the Enterprise. And have you just been wandering around and changing shirts for five minutes? Ensign, did you just see me? You were literally just here. If you were me, Ensign, and you were hiding aboard the Starship Enterprise, and you could go anywhere you wanted, where would me go? Jeffrey's tube, Captain? You clearly have no idea how James T. Kirk thinks. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, no, it's, 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 it's really, uh, an amazing, I think, uh, achievement. Uh, long, long time ago, you know, here's a quick little one minute aside, but the first thing I ever did back when I was growing up where we wrote our own little audio Trek dramas and we recorded them, nice. you know, just, and, and it was like really, really bad stuff. But actually, I think our stories weren't too bad, but we can't act. You know, I mean, we're not <laughs> actors, you know, and so, so that, that it's, although I'll tell you, it's, it's a lot of fun to do just because some of the lines that we, you would, it, you probably have found this, that you write something on a paper, you know, and some, I don't know what it is, but sometimes when you try to actually say it out loud, it, it there are some things that were very unintentionally funny. Like, yeah, uh, or you forget how real people talk yes, when you're actually yes. writing, and then you're like, nobody says things like this. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll make it work. <laughs> they have it yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's tricky to write uh, something that sounds like somebody's just thinking and talking rather than reciting lines. So it's yeah. There's uh, but but it is fun and and it's just uh, I think that's it's a great way to you know get your creativity out. I guess, uh, but. Um, were there any surprises when you did the first, you know, 10? I mean, was there anything that was like either easier or harder or any little stories, anything that uh, besides knocking over lighting for Jason to fix or? Um, one of our actors got hit in the face. Oh, okay. Uh, that was pretty magical with a salt shaker. Oh, I with mean, a salt shaker. Okay, I thought it was yeah, like, yeah. you know. Gertrude, a... Gertrude in the first take hit uh, Uhura in the face with a salt shaker. <laughs> and, first take. Oh, and she was, she was great, by the way. Whoever the that show. actress is, I, I could, I'm sure I could, you had it credited in your, but I don't know off the top of my head. But she was, uh, she was pretty funny, especially in the, uh, I think it was the man trap one. Where, yeah. where she's her, like, her do you is, do you uh, have any salt? <laughs> Isn't that salt? <laughs> her name is uh, Karshina Jefferson, and she's a friend of Jason's. And when we were first talking about doing this, he was like, we got to get Karshina. She's really great to work with. She looks exactly like Uhura. And we got on her Facebook, and she had a picture in the original series dress. And I was like, good, she's cast. Oh, that's, 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 that's <laughs> great. She already had yeah. her costume. 
just fantastic. Yeah, and then you had, I think there was a line you had in one of, of the early episodes, Ashley, about, uh, you know, how come I don't have sleeves and you have sleeves or something about her rank? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah well, because, like, one of our the restraints that we came under was our ability to afford costumes. Sure. And so... What we wound the a red shirt dress, like legit one, like is like seventy five dollars. Yeah, it's like seventy five dollars is the cheapest one you can find. It's it, right. It's, uh, we were like, what? <laughs> yeah, um, and to get really good ones, yeah, it's more. I, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm aware of some of those things. Yeah. So the one that we decided to go with, we're like, well, this will work. It's got short sleeves. If we address it. Hopefully people will go with it. And nobody knocks me on that dress, but they knock us on Kirk's uh, Abrams shirt all the time. <laughs> well, just tell him that's his, like, uh, you know, I always try to say things to people when it's stuff like that. And, you know, it's like you saw the original episodes. It doesn't mean you saw them in every outfit. Maybe they had, like, this little casual thing he'd put on, you know, in his off hours or whatever. It's, it's you know, you, you got to kind of go with it. It was, you know, I think it's... Uh, it gets the point across. You know the guy's supposed to be Kirk. He's in a gold right, shirt. And it's, you, know. you know, it's not like they had great continuity with the costumes in the first season anyway. Right, <laughs> it bounces. William Shatner, the green tunic in, like, episode four because he was gaining weight. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, you got to have this. Well, and then the also the, I think it, it popped up in The Enemy Within before, so they could kind of show, okay, he's the good guy. He's the bad guy. The bad guy's got the green one and, you know. But, and uh, the head wound. Yes, and exactly. And weren't the scratches on the other side of the face? Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, so uh, I know we're getting a little short on time. I wanted to uh, let you, both of you, talk a little bit about what uh, what you're planning for season two. You you have a, a, a campaign going on, Indiegogo, which has uh, been been go-going very well so far. So uh, so yes. tell everyone out there what uh, what you hope to do for, for the next season and what your plans are. So our plans are to finish out all the episodes in the first season of TOS. So that would make uh, 19 more episodes from us. We did 10 in the first season, so we're giving almost double what we did. We have a stretch goal up right now. If we hit 3,600, we're going to do a bonus episode, which will bring it to an even 20 episodes. We'll do the first episode of season two, which is the Amok time, where Spock has Pon Far. And probably the most important stretch goal is that, yeah, uh, if you go to our Indiegogo right now, we're funded, and we're trying to go for stretch goals. And we got contacted by the good folks at Starbase Studios in Oklahoma City. After we'd already funded. <laughs> after, after we'd already funded, and they invited us to use their set. They, and they have an original series, TOS, fully functional, lights and everything. TOS right, break. yeah. Yeah, they're, and, they're, one uh, of the, they're one of the fan films down there, right. Yeah, yeah, and it looks great, and we have we have an idea for what to do with Ensign Williams on that bridge. Does Ashley and have to sign some kind of like I won't break it if she goes there? Or you I know, actually like, don't know, <laughs> but I do know that they, they're jokes on them. I'm taking it all home. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're an amazing. Pl- I looked at their their they're an amazing group because they offer it free to anybody. Oh, that's like, great! Yeah, you just have to like say you're doing a Star Trek project and go there. And Starbase Studios, they like said they extend the offer to us, but Oklahoma City's uh, quite a bit of distance from Los Angeles, so. We need we need travel funds to get there, and we really want to get there. So we're kind of pushing hard right now to get to. We need forty two hundred to get there. Um, we put up five new prizes that people can go for. Yeah, we have some new perks and we have some new things. And if, even if you can't donate, uh, sharing the link to the campaign helps a lot. Helps so much because the more people see it, the more people will hopefully fund. 
Yeah, definitely. And, and, uh, that's what we're doing, you know, by doing this little interview and I'll, yeah. I'll do as much as I can with the podcasts I have connections to and, and mine of course, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's great. I mean, I would love for you guys. And I know that, is it already part of your plan to go out to Vasquez rocks or is that you've already done that? Well, I'm trying to remember what it said on your page. Oh. Uh, Vasquez Rocks, which um, if people don't know, it's where they shot the arena and it was Vulcan in the Abrams verse movie. It's just 30 minutes up the road from where we are in Los Angeles. So we did take some promo pictures there, um, much to the amusement of a high fashion shoot that was <laughs> in the same area. And we want to go back there to do the arena. And that's the first episode of TOS I ever saw. Um, uh, so I'm okay. really excited that we're going to get a chance to go back and shoot there. And the idea for the episode is that not only were the highest-ranked people on the Enterprise and the Goran ship beamed down, but the lowest-ranked officers were as well. So it's going to be me versus Ensign Gorn uh, <laughs> in slap fights. So that's, I'm pretty excited about that's that. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's yeah. On the other side of the rocks, this was going on. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly. hilarious. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they beam the highest and the lowest. They just we never we didn't get to see the episode of the lowest. Well, they really <laughs> want to know. You know, you don't just want to have the two top dogs go at it. You know, you want to see what your crew is made out of, right? So yeah, right. you got you got to find out and. No, that that'd be uh, that'd be great to get get you out of that little uh, ensign's uh, cubicle or, or your your room that you're in there and uh, and get. Well, you... I'm getting new quarters, so. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's that was, great. Uh, that was one of our original goals, um, mostly because we don't have our original set anymore due to space restraints. So getting a new quarters, which is cool. Yeah, and you're going to do, I think you're going to upgrade your uniforms and some yep. of the props and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's, you know, the first... The Gertrude is coming back, as we remember him. Good, good, good. Like I said, I can't get enough Gertrude. I I, uh, I was sad that, that she was only in that, like, one episode, so, of the original. Oh, she so. makes two other cameos, so... Good, so, uh, so <laughs> anything else on, on season two that... Uh, I guess the question. Well, I think your your campaign goes through December, sometime in December. It's like, right? it's like December seventh, right? So it okay. So once you hit that point in time, are you planning on are you planning on filming like an early twenty fifteen, or do you have a kind of a timetable set up at all yet? Uh, time what do you think? Timetable is we would probably shoot somewhere in March of April of twenty fifteen, just because we need time to. Write Prep. the scripts. Oh yeah, you got to um, write the scripts, there. Sure, right. <laughs> and, 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 and just plan everything out and, and make sure we have the right organize our talent. Some of whom are out of state. Yeah, some of our yeah. talent is out of state. That's coming to do this, and uh, you know, build the set, build the brand new set. Um, but yeah, we're looking at like April, uh, March or April of next year to shoot because then we would love to re start releasing June or July of next year. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I also enjoyed, I, I know some people, you know, in this day and age, and I, I was going to ask you this real quick, these uh, shows that show up on Netflix, you know, they bang, here's all the episodes, there you go, watch them all right now if you want. I did, yeah. I, I like, I, I grew up on, you know, watching weekly television, so I'm kind of programmed a little bit that way, but I liked seeing an episode each week. Do you think you'll do that with the next season too? Oh, totally. For yeah. the better part of a year. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I can guarantee, since this one's more, that in the middle of it, um, probably when we hit episode nine, we may take a one-week break okay. and then start the, the other ten. Just because um, it You've... is a whole – that is one of the things we discovered that, like, yeah, you shoot all the episodes, you edit all the episodes, but, like, 
releasing them and the social media and making sure it's all good to go and everything right. like that like that's another aspect of the production and so yeah you're absolutely to, right yeah yeah to keep that train going for 19 weeks is 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 kind of rough and so for us it's like all right well let's just do a, a chunk of nine take a week off chunk of ten yeah it sounds like a good plan I, I like your you know thinking about it you know there's a lot of things that uh, that pop out and start these days online that people don't really have a plan. I think it's important to have that and understand what you're capable of and not to just, you know, sit there at 3 a.m. editing the next episode so you can get it out, you know, tomorrow or whatever. You know, it's just, yeah, it's good to uh, it's good to take your time, what you need, and, and do it and do it right. And, and I think you've got uh, a great, uh, great time ahead of you, and I hope you make even more money and you can, you know, do even, you know, go visit more places and... <laughs> Just uh, just have a good well, time. It's actually a big hope for us to go to uh, the giant Star Trek uh, Las Vegas experience next year um, and go cosplay there. And Ashley will be as Ensign Williams because that'll be when the show is on the air. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, the annual, it's in August usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the big mm-hmm. uh, August Trek Con. Uh, I go to a fair amount of conventions, and it, it's actually one I've never gone to. So uh, Definitely, I'll, <laughs> I'll have to find out if you're there or not, or you'll probably post it up or something. But oh, totally, it'll be all and, over the internet. And there's another, there's another convention called Nerdtacular, and that happens in Salt Lake City. And that's yeah, Scott Johnson. Too. Yep. And yeah, Scott Johnson I know Scott. And we've been we've been uh, uh, talking back and forth with uh, Scott about doing a live episode, a live reading at Nerdtacular next year. Not exactly sure how that's going to work. Yeah, we'll, but... we'll figure it out. It'll be audio only. Yeah, Scott, Scott's actually responsible for me doing podcasting because I, I first listened to his Extra Life show for a few episodes and said, boy, you know, I, I really, I'd like to do a geeky, you know, Trek sci-fi podcast. And it was right after, I've actually been doing this for probably way too long, but it was right after the... <laughs> no such thing. The, <laughs> it was right after the Enterprise, the last Star Trek series had been canceled. Like and I was 04? like, well, crap. Yeah, in, 2000, in 2005, actually. And wow. yeah, so I've been podcasting for like nine years, basically, weekly and 500 episodes plus. And, uh, but Scott's show started his first Extra Life podcast, started around that time. And I listened to a few episodes. And my idea of doing a, a trek, and I talk about Star Wars because I enjoy that too, but. I started it then because I was like, hey, you know, I don't want people to forget about Star Trek, even though, you know, at that time, you don't, there was nothing, no new show coming, no J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies, yeah, you know, no it, was, it was, as we call it, you know, one of the dark times of Star Trek in, for, for quite a few years. So, uh, so yeah, that, uh, so Scott, I've, I've, you know, we've talked a few times, I've been on some of his shows and uh, yeah, he's a good guy And that, uh, I, I actually got to get out to that nerdtacular some, one of these years. But uh, Come next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe it'll be a big year. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So, um, is there anything else that you guys like to say about the show or anything like that about uh, what you, uh, you know, like to do? You're going to do all three seasons eventually, right? Right. That's the goal. That's the goal. And um, the further we get on this campaign, um, just means the further it will determine on how far we go on this campaign or how far how much further we go basically like we're we're taking it one step at a time seeing how the support is and seeing how much people really want the retro diaries and and stuff like that um and um the only last thing i would say is uh if you really want to help out the show and you want to like probably what i think is our best perk there is called the best friend level 
It's $300. Yeah, I know it sounds kind of pricey and times are tough. I get it. I'm with you. Uh, but we will record a video Skype call of you as you are one of Ensign Williams' uh, best friends sending her a video letter from Starfleet Academy. Oh, and okay. Yeah, so if you that's a cool want, idea. Like, yeah. yeah. So like it's, we'll it, put you in the show. <laughs> yeah, you, and you get to talk in the show to Ensign Williams. So. And wasn't there another perk that you were throwing out there where you could name, because uh, she's like uh, characters on television occasionally where Ensign Williams does not have a first name, right? She does not. Yeah, and um, a lot of people keep asking us about it. And so it was one of our like, yeah, let's if somebody wants to fully fund the fully campaign. fund the campaign, they can name her. <laughs> just bang, just just like you're at one of those auctions where somebody just comes out of left field and really wants it and says, oh, five thousand dollars there, good. Yeah, totally. I'm just, where do um, I write the check to? Yeah, it's pending approval. Uh, just like at the red shirt level, if you want to be a casualty seen on a screen as a as a fallen red shirt. Um, we'll call you by whatever name you want, pending approval, because we're not going to let somebody say that a bunch of curse words are their names. Ensign Weasel. Sure, sure. It's <laughs> not going to happen. Gertrude, Gertrude Williams, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why you like Gertrude so much. And what were those food cubes? I got I got to ask about that Oh, quick. they were... Cheese? Cantaloupe <laughs> and watermelon. And then for the one that I didn't want to eat, Jason was like, you should buy something that you actually don't Plumax like. Plumax soup stuff. food cube. Why would anyone make that, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. um, it's avocado because I hate the texture of avocado. Oh, I think yeah, me really too. Disgusting. I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I left the plate of cubes. Here's some behind-the-scenes fact. Uh, we had a bunch of food out for the actors, and I left the plate of cubes that I'd spat all over several times on the counter and uh, they were definitely picked at by people throughout Whoops. the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, when people are hungry, what do you want? That's that's the way it works. So, uh, I mean, I get it. When I show up on set, I'm like, where's craft services? Because I need it all. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, uh, again, you guys, great, great stuff. So good to talk to you. And, and we'll uh, we'll see how we can get the word out even more for, for the show. I, I think it's... Uh, it's really interesting to watch how these things work out on the internet. You know, there, there's like this, it's it's like this sort of, I, I, I always say, I I picture it like a, like a train that starts going and it kind of, you know, a few cars get added to it and it speeds up and it speeds up. And then all of a sudden you hit some kind of threshold uh, of, of people knowing about it, you know, and then it, and then it, you know, expands and, and so forth. But yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. I, I love to see people doing stuff like that. I, I, my wife kind of, she's not as much into this kind of stuff as I am, but I said, you know, hey, let people, you know, have their fun and, uh, yeah. you know, it keeps us <laughs> off the streets is what I like to say. You know, I'm, <laughs> there's, there's worse things you could be doing with your time and money. Definitely. So, and are you both, you're both kind of in the, the business in a way, entertainment, right? As your regular jobs, it sounds like from, from what I'm picking up on. Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles and in the United States because I'm Canadian originally to be an actress. And oh, you're just like William Shatner. You guys, you get, you're, you know, from from both from Canada, right? Yeah, and he started acting in Stratford, Ontario at the festival, which is where I went to high school. So <laughs> the parallels are not to be missed. You're missing, um, you know, you could be, you know, somehow related to him. You don't know, so. I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> idea. <laughs> That's where you take, you know, like Kirk, Kirk is, you know, you always, you know, I'm not really Captain Kirk. I think you're kind of like Captain Kirk, William Shatner. Right. (laughs) And then my full-time gig is, um, I work for right now, I edit videos for Screen Junkies, who are the the YouTube channel that does Honest Trailers. 
Yeah, yeah, those 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 are very very popular. People love that, those. I think one of the first ones I saw might have been for one of the Star Trek movies. I think, I think that they did I did Into Darkness. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think I think it was I think it was for for that. Yeah, yeah, they've had uh, they've had quite a quite a good run there too. So, but basically everyone who lives in Los Angeles is winds up somehow involved in entertainment in some way. Yeah, sure, definitely. I mean, there's uh. I, I actually lived out there a long time ago, grew up out there for a few years, and uh, I know some people out there still. And, uh, yeah, it is uh, it is that town, you know, that, that is what you do when you're living out there, I guess. Uh, either that or you're just driving somewhere, just taking up another car on the road. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, I'm not going to keep you guys anymore. We went more, a little more time than, than you had said, but, uh, I, again, I appreciate it. I'll... Uh, I'll I'll send you an email and all that details about where this will go up so you can maybe cross promote it or do whatever and we definitely and that, definitely uh, will so yes. uh, it's uh, it's very uh, very helpful again uh, fantastic Richard Diaries Jason and Ashley thanks uh, thanks for joining me on Trex and Sci-Fi so and uh, thank you so thanks, much man. okay it means a lot. all right you guys take care and uh, I'll try to talk to you again soon maybe sometime next. Uh, summer when you get ready for your uh, season two which i'm sure you're is gonna on be my email list all right so look forward to those <laughs> all right thanks but good night and uh bye oh, bye jason and ashley thanks bye. a lot bye-bye transfer of data is complete well i'd really like to thank again uh both uh ashley and jason for sitting down and talking to me about their uh great trek project the redshirt diaries I am sure and hopeful they're going to have a terrific uh, season two. Uh, please check out their Indiegogo campaign. Uh, I'll play a little promo for that here in a moment. Uh, I just wanted to uh, talk a little bit more to you and uh, also thank them again for uh, their participation in this week's Treks and Sci-Fi. Next week on the show, it's going to be a convention discussion over Skype. Talk about all those fun Trek and Sci-Fi cons that uh, we all go to. Uh, that Skype call is going to be next week on Saturday night, uh, I think 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and so forth. It'll all be posted up on the forum and on the Facebook page as well. So, uh, again, thanks to uh, Ashley and Jason, and I'll talk to everyone again soon. Bye-bye. Williams to the bridge. What's happening? Mr. Spock's scanner showed that season one is over, Anson. But what about season two? I have so many more logs to record. It's not looking good. Well, what do we do? The ancient Earth art of crowdfunding. Does that mean we have to give away parts of the ship as prizes? Hi, I'm Ashley Victoria Robinson, and I play Ensign Williams on the Red Shirt Diaries. I started watching Star Trek when I was 12 years old, and I immediately fell in love with it. That's why I wanted to make the Red Shirt Diaries. For the past 10 weeks, we've been chronicling Ensign Williams' log as she fights to survive the first 10 episodes of the original series. It has been an amazing adventure and an amazing mission, and we don't want that mission to end. We want to make season two of the Red Shirt Diaries. Our season two will comprise the rest of the episodes in season one of the original series, 19 new episodes in total. We want to show Ensign Williams' adventures through episodes like The Menagerie, Space Seed, Balance of Terror, and City on the Edge of Forever. And we need your help to do it. Star Trek has always been a part of my life. It's what made me want to become an astronaut when I was a kid. And the fact that we made 
10 episodes set in the Star Trek universe is astounding to me. I never thought I'd get a chance to play in the Star Trek universe. And the response was great. Classic Star Trek fans said that they loved it. And now that our ship is at maximum warp, I don't want it to stop. We made the first season of the Red Shirt Diaries for under $500. And for season two, we'd really love to update Ensign Williams' quarters. Instead of a lot of paint and colored tape, we'd love to build Hollywood flats that are based on the original series sets. And most importantly, we will buy every cast member of the Red Shirt Diary season two an original series uniform. On the first season of the Red Shirt Diaries, we ran out of money, which is why sometimes in some scenes, you will see a J.J. Abrams movie-style uniform come onto the screen. But for season two, and with your support, we will make sure that every crew member of the USS Enterprise has an original series uniform. We can make that so. For Red Shirt Diaries season two, we want to go bigger and better than ever before. We have some really, really exciting guest stars lined up, and we want to take Ensign Williams on our first away mission to Vasquez Rocks, where the original series shot the very famous episode, The Arena. And we want to make sure that our cast and crew is taken care of. We shot season one of the Red Shirt Diaries on a shoestring budget, so imagine what we can do with your help. As the rules of acquisition state, expand or die. Thank you so, so much for supporting the Red Shirt Diaries and making my dream come true. Be safe, make good choices, This has been a Wego Dusty Podcast production.